Multiple Myeloma Hub podcasts, brought to you by Scientific Education Support. Hello and welcome to the Multiple Myeloma Hub podcast. Today we'll be speaking to Paula Rodriguez Otero from the University of Navarra in Pamplona, Spain. Well, hello, my name is Paula uh, Rodriguez Otero. I am a hematologist and I work at the University of Navarra. And I am going to talk with you about how I treat frontline newly diagnosed multiple myeloma patients not eligible for stem cell transplantation. So the first thing that you need, we need to know and we need to acknowledge is that elderly patient population is a heterogeneous group where we can have patients with very fit status that are a, probably or could benefit from high-dose therapy and stem cell transplant especially between the age of 65 and 70, and others with comorbidities or frailty that made them a, a fragile patient population where we need to be cautious when selecting the treatment. So as you all probably know, a frailty status can be evaluated with different scales and different a comorbidity index. And we all know that frailty by itself it's a, a prognostic feature in multiple myeloma patients. And indeed, if we combine frailty assessment plus ISS, we can clearly define three different patient groups with a different prognosis and different outcome. And for those patients that are frail, a age above 80 or a, with comorbidities, a plus ISS three, so their median a, overall survival is uh, uh, significantly lower as compared to those patients that are fit or intermediate fit uh, if we use uh, the uh, frailty assessment score uh, defined by the International Myeloma Working Group and published by Palumbo in blood in 2015. Okay, so if we... Uh, what is our aim when uh, deciding to treat patients with newly diagnosed multiple myeloma not transplant eligible? So our objective, we need to try to reach the best possible response, the deep response, uh, and this will be sustained MRD negativity. But of course, in this patient population, as I mentioned before, very heterogeneous, this needs to be balanced with an adequate um, profile and an adequate safety profile and we need to balance efficacy and toxicity. Uh, so in the last years, uh, we have moved from a fixed duration treatment schemes, uh, the classic uh, bortezomib in combination with melphalan and prednisone, the so-called VISTA schema, to a prolonged therapy, to a continuous therapy approach. Uh, with uh, the uh, approval uh, of lenalidomide in combination with low-dose dexamethasone as a continuous uh, therapy. So this is uh, the, um, I will say, uh, the um, basis of the newly diagnosed non-transplant eligible treatment. And this has been uh, improved in the last years with the addition of monoclonal antibodies. So we are going to review the, the, mo the data of these four combinations, uh, starting with uh, the BISTA study, which is a very old one, 
but we uh, still use this triple combination, bortezomib, melphalan, and prednisone for the treatment of elderly myeloma patients. So this um, study was published in 2008, and this was the first study that uh, showed a superiority when adding a proteasome inhibitor to the backbone combination of melphalan prednisones, and median time to progression was 21 months for VNP versus 16 months for melphalan and prednisone. And this has been a standard of care for many years and is still very used today. And uh, so this is one of the fixed duration treatment because the therapy was only given for nine cycles, uh, accounting more or less for one year of therapy. So this can be improved, uh, reducing uh, the schedule of bortezomib because uh, the toxicity was quite high uh, with the classic VMP schema with a peripheral neuropathy rate of 13% grade 3, 4, so very uh, high toxicity. And we can uh, decrease the schedule of bortezomib, and we will see this after in the, in the podcast, uh, with uh, maintaining the efficacy and improving the safety profile. Uh, so the other uh, standard of care that we have uh, very established is, uh, as I mentioned before, the combination of lenalidomide plus low-dose dexamethasone as a continuous therapy. And this schema uh, was approved after the uh, publication of the first study, which was a phase three comparing RD, Lendex continuous, versus Lendex 18 cycles and MPT, melphalan, prednisone, athalidomide. As, as you all know, because this is also an old study now, uh, RD continuous uh, was significantly uh, better as compared to RD18 or MPT, both in a PFS and also in overall survival. So the main comparison in this trial was RD continuous versus MPT. And median progression for survival for RD continuous was 26 a month. So this was the other standard of care that we have uh, been using for quite a long time now. And can we do better uh, uh, with the new combinations? And the answer is yes. So the first new combination that we uh, have now, although it's not yet approved in many countries, especially in Europe, is the combination of bortezomib, Belcate, plus lenalidomide dexamethasone based on the SWOC uh, trial. So this trial compared for um, newly diagnosed myeloma patients, both young and elderly, uh, not intended to be transplanted, uh, compared the triple combination VRD for four cycles followed by RD continuous versus RD continuous. And this study, this phase three study, a study that was published uh, several years ago, show a superiority for the VRD uh, arm uh, with a, a median PFS uh, of um, around 60 months. And if we analyze only patients that were be above the age of 65 year, also BRD did better than RD and median PFS for patients uh, over the age of 65 was 34 months for Belcate Lendex versus 24 months for uh, the control arm Lendex continuous. So this is another standard of care that is available and approved in uh, the US and its uh, approval is ongoing in the European countries. And fortunately, we will have this option also for uh, elderly myeloma patients. 
And as I mentioned before, the two new standards of care that are coming are uh, the combinations of daratumumab and monoclonal antibody targeting CD38 with a VMP or, and also with Lendex. And we have two phase three trials that have shown positive results. So the Alcyon trial that compare data VMP versus VMP, and also the Maya trial that compare daratumumab Lendex versus Lendex. So in the Alcyon study, daratumumab in combination with PMP uh, showed a median progression-free survival of 36.4 months uh, versus 19.3 months for the BMP arm with a median follow-up of 41 months. Overall response rate was 91% with a complete re response rate of 46% for the data VMP arm. In the Maya study, daratumumab in combination with Lendes given continuously uh, with a median follow-up of 36.4 months uh, with median PFS is not yet rich for the experimental arm and was 33.8 months for Lendex in the control arm with similar overall response and complete response rate as in the Alcyon study. Interestingly, MRD negativity in both studies was significantly higher for the daratumumab containing regimens, 28% for the data BMP arm in the Alcyon study and 23% in the DRD arm in the Maya study. So these two uh, new uh, regimens with daratumumab frontline are going to be the next standard of care that we are using. Data BMP is approved worldwide. Data RD is approved for the uh, by the FDA and also by the EMA, but not yet available, for example, in several European countries. So, uh, in conclusion, we have now different new standard of care. So, we have VRD, we have uh, the data tumumab based combos, data VMP and data RD, and of course. There are still patients that will be eligible only for the tablet, for Lendex or only or eventually for VMP. So just to conclude, I will say that the novel agent-based combinations have significantly improved the outcome in elderly patients. In this patient population, although very heterogeneous, our goal of therapy would be to achieve the most deep and durable response, and ideally, uh, we will need to target MRD negativity, but of course, this should be balanced with an adequate safety profile. Duration of first remission is key in survival, and especially in elderly patients, well, uh, probably frontline therapy will be the only therapy that will, they will receive in a high percentage of patients. A prolonged Treatment has become a standard of care since it does improve the outcome both for PFS and overall survival. So we have abandoned the fixed duration therapies and new combinations, including monoclonal antibodies, frontlines, and triple therapies with VRD are well tolerated and a very efficacious. And this will be the standard of care that we'll, we will be using uh, from now. And with that, I close and I thank you all uh, for listening. Multiple Myeloma Hub Podcasts, brought to you by Scientific Education Support.